Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Two guys of Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I'm not, that's, no, that's that music's not going to cut it. That music's no. not going to cut it. Nope. Sorry. Let's uh let's try this again with the proper music, boys. We're gonna win twins, we're gonna score. We're gonna win twins. I mean what? <laughs> I looked at the uh the pass and tweet that I think Declan or Phil sent last night. I woke up this morning and looked at it and thought, Oh, it's a joke, it's uh it's a fake account. Then I looked again. I am still looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> like trying my my brain will not allow me to comprehend the Carlos Correa to the Twins news. It won't. I I, I texted you guys. Let's see here. I'm just trying to go back. Oh, I've got like time. five five text threads now. Early yeah. this morning, late last night. Some people that were up. I was I was up for two hours just like tweeting. I couldn't go back to sleep. Yeah. And I spent the first ten minutes sort of groggily. And, and what time oh, was it there, Phil? Old Macadac had a couple beverages last night too. Yeah. So, um. Let's see here. Uh, well, wait, 706. Oh, no. When did I text you guys? Oh, it was. So I texted you guys at 1219 a.m. Right. Pacific Northwest time. Right. And I think the deal went down like maybe 30 or 60 minutes before that. So like it was one o'clock in the morning, maybe two o'clock Eastern time when this thing went down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like you. I was the so passing was up. You know, I'm sure passing. Maybe he got a tip like, hey, don't go to bed or something. And I was looking for the blue check mark, and then I'm like, "Is that a real blue check mark? Am I still kind of drunk? I don't know what's happening." Exactly thank, what thank God for waking up in the middle of the night to go take a leak, huh? Isn't it great? You check your phone. Sometimes I don't check my phone. I'm glad I checked my phone this time. Oh, I always check my phone, but at two nineteen, I am not. I am in a dead sleep at that point in time. But it was hilarious because I. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, I, I mean, what the hell just happened here? So, well, let's un- let's unpack it. <laughs> What's going on? We're we're live on the Score North YouTube channel right now. For anyone who's uh, who's hanging out for the first time, you can click subscribe and the like button helps spread the word about the show here. Mackie and Judd, a little daily Minnesota sports <laughs> entertainment and an emergency episode here. Uh, yeah, Alex chimes in in the YouTube comment section. You're bleeping me was the first words I said in reaction to this. So. It's a three-year contract. And by the way, um, Carlos Correa was the number one overall pick in Byron Buxton's draft. So the Twins now have the number one and number two picks in that draft. And they're, and they're two of the best 
players overall in baseball when they're healthy, and they're two of the best defensive players at the two most important premium defensive positions in center field and shortstop. So I've already gotten a few a few negative Nancys out there. That's great, but can Carlos Correa pitch? Well, here's the beauty. Gold glove shortstop, and the analytics back it up. He was number one in defensive runs saved last year. So analytics, scouting, eye test, he is going to save runs just like Byron Buxton and and help pitchers that way. But um, it's a three-year contract, $35.1 million per year. But it's a genius contract for Scott Boris, the agent, and for Carlos Correa in that there are opt-outs after each year. So you know, it's a it's a little like there's a little bit of oh it's a little too good to be true. It's not like a true three year ironclad contract, but it makes sense for everyone involved because Correa can hit free agency again when he's what I think he's 28 right now, so he can hit. He's the highest paid infielder in baseball by like a hundred thousand dollars now. He can hit free agency again if he has an amazing season and thinks he can get an eight year deal from somebody, which probably wouldn't come from the Twins. If it's kind of a meh season, he can opt back in, and the Twins can have him for a second season. Um, if he's a one-year mercenary and the Twins let him walk in free agency, then maybe maybe Royce Lewis is ready unless they trade him for, for Montas, the A's number one starting pitcher. Um, but the other thing here, too, is he just helps you contend this year. So forget about, like, 2023, 24. The Twins are always seemingly withholding chips for like future poker games, right? Well, I mean, we got a pretty good team, 2019. I don't know. We don't want to be, we don't want to give away prospects too aggressive. But already this offseason, they traded one of their top pitching prospects, and they just signed Carlos Correa to the biggest average annual money deal in team history. Uh, and I wouldn't be shocked if they follow this up by trading another top prospect to the A's for Montas. That would be fun. So the Correa camp, Scott Boris, um, who is the most powerful, I think, without a doubt agent in baseball and among the most powerful in all of sports, they must've blamed the market on, on the lockout. And I know that, that they had pretty in-depth conversations, I think right before the lockout with the tigers and the tigers made a substantial offer to them. And they turned that down coming out of the lockout. I want to say they talked to Baltimore, but I mean, Baltimore can pay you, but they're a mess as well. And there was talk as recently as a week ago, I think you guys that he might go back to the Astros on a short term <clears throat> contract again he did not so i think what this is is i think that this is a in some ways a great mercenary marriage on both parts it is because i mean a week ago the twins literally punted 50 million dollars to the yankees threw in the guy that if you're to believe what they have told us they had said a day before we've got our shortstop now which might have been a, a lie too i don't know but the point is, a week ago, we all said, what the hell are you doing and why? And a week hence, they have now entered into an agreement with the guy who might be here for, yes, one year. But the reality is this. Think about the excitement. Like, we're doing a show now. Like, sports is, I am all for building a team. And I think that's great. And I, I think that long-term success is born from that. But the reality, too, is there are just certain times where it makes sense to say, we don't really have a good team. It's not a terrible team. It's not a great team. Need some help. But if we add player yeah. X, it's going to change the dynamic completely. And so, so I think from both sides, it is a shotgun 
marriage. It is, I'm sure to some, oh, this isn't going to work, whatever. And at this point in time, I, I got two words for you. Who cares? <laughs> like, do you, like, do you care? No. There's no, a uh, little update to Bob Nightingale on Korea. So Korea has a limited no trade clause in 2022 and a full no trade clause in 23 and 24 in his three year, $105 million contract with the okay. Twins. So he has full leverage and control here over the year to year of this contract. Yes. That's fine. Use me. I just want to see exactly what this is. I just want to see some. I want to see the Twins win a freaking playoff game for the first time since 2004. The prettiest girl in high school (laughs) just said, "Ah, you know, I really can't find a good date. And we're really good friends. Do you want to go? Yeah. And as some people are pointing out here, too. You know, the, the Yankees generally work the Twins when it matters in October, but uh, I'm I'm reading this from Jared Carabas, who just migrated from Barstool Sports. It's the Barstool baseball guy. Let's take a moment to acknowledge that Yankee fans desperately wanted Carlos Correa, but instead the Yankees made a trade that provided the Twins with the salary relief that they needed to sign Carlos Correa. God bless. They did. And it made, you know, we are kind of sitting here late in the week. Why would you dump the Josh? I get Josh Donaldson's like, you're not dying to have him on your team. He's injured all the time and he's, you know, 36 years old. But what 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 would be the point of acquiring Sonny Gray for a top prospect and then dumping Josh Donaldson and kind of shuffling deck chairs without other moves? And the other moves were always, it was sort of like, are they going to get Trevor Story? And then news came out that the Red Sox were the leaders, but now the Yankees are in. But Carlos Correa's name, I don't think, was ever a thing, even before the lockout. No, so, no it was not. No, It's amazing. Um, Scott Boris is the new agent for Carlos Correa. He fired his agent earlier this offseason. He's also the agent for, for Royce Lewis. So this, I think Judd's right. This is a, you scratch our back, we'll scratch yours. We need a shortstop until Royce Lewis is ready, and we're looking for another big piece, a six-win player, by the way, according to Fangraph's war. And uh, and you guys are looking for thirty five point one million dollars a year and some year to year flexibility to maybe cash in on a multi year contract. Why don't you use us for a year or two? Get what you want. We'll use you to contend this year. It'll be great. So prepare the song because what I'm about to say might be out Pre- out. Prepare the song. Prepare the song. <laughs> and I'm about to make a comparison <laughs> that is going to be. But I'm trying to think back on on actual good players who came here. As complete and utter, just one year mercenary types, right? In their prime. In their prime. And, In I their got one, prime. and I got one name. One name comes to mind. One year. Black Jack Morris. We're gonna win twins. We're gonna <laughs> Mercenaries We're is gonna us. <laughs> mercenary, get your mercenary. And then, and, then the, and then the Blue Jays wound up giving him a massive contract. And that's and he, cool. Whatever, dude. Totally I cool. believe he just said, I'm gone. I, I, I mean, they didn't pay him sufficiently, but the yeah. point is you did win a World Series. Yeah. So here is, by my account, and, and by the way, uh, Jeff Lasota chimes in in the YouTube comments here. Has anyone seen Correa's stat line at Target Field? Good God. I think he has a 1,200 OPS at Target Field. I think he's hitting like 400-something <laughs> in 15 that's all? games. Oh, yeah, that's I, all. I thought it was better than that. Oh, Maybe forget it then. It's fine. Small sample size. Right? Check it out. Do you guys care that he cheated, by the way, that he's like no. one, like the central figure of one of the biggest cheating scandals in sports? You know history? what? You guys you care know about what? that? I I'm don't o- know. I'm, I'm over that. No, I, I'm Let's I'm get it. it. Who cares? I don't know. <laughs> Bring the trash can, buddy. I don't care. <laughs> yep. All yep, exactly right. And you know why I don't care? Here's why I don't care. I don't care because 
baseball right now is in a place where there are so many problems that if you can get one of the best players, screw it, just do it. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, like it's not exactly. like, oh, it's it's been this pristine game with no, you know, no problems except for Carlos Correa. Nah, whole thing's a mess. Yeah. I don't care. Make summer fun. Uh, so he, all right. So it's a small sample size alert, but he he's had seventy plate appearances at Target Field, and yeah, a lot of those plate appearances might have come against subpar pitching, but. He's hitting 413. You should never use this like as a sustainable model for performance, but in those 70 plate appearances, 413 batting average, a 443 on base, and a 1205 OPS. 12 extra base hits in 70 plate appearances at Target Field. For So he uh, he likes the batter's eye, I think, and maybe some of the crappy twins pitching that he's Jax, had to face. <laughs> you have to be ecstatic because I, I think on th- this show now you are officially – the biggest Twins oh. fan. Like, you've got well, opening day tickets. I was waist deep in, in, in Twins Kool-Aid, you know, about two days ago when I bought opening day tickets. <laughs> exactly. I'm, 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 I'm drowning almost. It's up to, it's up to my lips here. Like, I, I don't have much more room between me and, 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 and the ground. I'm all in, dude. Did they, I mean, they just they, – they, it's funny. We were talking about this last week on Mackie and Judd, too, that we've only talked Twins, like, three times since July. I think yeah. we we the, when Buxton signed his contract, we talked about that. Uh, we did like a a post trade deadline sort of you know put the season to bed, and we've been doing this show you know going back to our four hour radio show on fifteen hundred ESPN for over eight years, and I think we've always loved and prided ourselves on hey you want the best most entertaining daily Twins conversations we love we're here for you. Yeah, but they just made it so hard, and then there was the emergence of the winter teams, and the Vikings have been so interesting, and 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 you guys, the audience, you know, we see some of the metrics via podcast and website clicks and YouTube and stuff. It's like people didn't care. the The level of apathy was, I think, it's the most apathetic I've ever seen the Twins fan base. Like when they were clearly off to a terrible start and out of yeah. it at the beginning of the year. Yeah. But but this is what you do, man. Like if you're D- Derek Falvey woke up this offseason and chose danger, and I love it. I mean, he Whoa. had such a bad two year stretch with transactions, and they were so timid at the trade deadline when they had the best power hitting team in baseball. You know, the Josh Donaldson signing was was big and it was pretty ballsy. But they something I don't know what clicked with them, but they clearly said, "All right." we're going to get fired if this thing doesn't get back on the rails. And we still have a great young nucleus. So let's just go for it. I think it's a little bit like office space. Derek was the good employee, right? Like he was doing what he was told to do. And the bosses were like, Hey, and, and Derek was sort of a, you know, I mean, he was crunching the, the stats, sort of a nerd. And Derek finally said, I'm going to get cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna make some cool moves and and this yes yeah put the calculator away uh, take the glasses off put on put on the shades dude and it feels like this is the type of move where where I think the the line from what's the film risky business I believe is sometimes you have to say what the f this feels like that type of move sometimes you just have to say. What the F. And now, so so let's go down the imaginary path too here, okay? Let's say they're not done because they probably shouldn't be. And my guess is if you're gonna if you're this far into the pool, you're going deep end, right? Like mm-hmm. like 
I wouldn't think that you would stop here. Um, is the next move to seriously consider what would be considered a pretty big damn trade with the A's in yes. which Royce Lewis, your one-time top untouchable, is sent to the A's for pitching help that now gives you a top of the rotation. I can't believe I'm saying all of this. How, who, who am I? Who are the twins? Sonny Gray and and Frankie, one of those two. Dude, Frankie yeah, Montas. He's yes. a, Frankie he's a what about ass. that? Yeah, what about dude, that? Uh, yes, 100%. So, yeah. Dude, so that, I, think, I think you have to do it. And you've got hey, – oh, is this, Vin, is this Vincent? Vinny. Vinny. Oh, Vinny. Bacon, buddy. There you go. Who's a good boy? Oh, dog, Vinny. You're, oh, what a, what a precious little doggy. Who's a good boy? Oh, oh Vinny. Vinny, are you Vinny, Vinny might be the number five starter he for the might Twins, be the though. They've got to they make one more move or Vinny's going to have to warm up the labrum. Can you pitch? Oh, Vinny's giving you kisses. Go pitch. Go find us Frankie Montas. Go find us for us. What a good boy. So Frankie Montas is 29 years old. He uh, – Last season, he was one of the best starting pitchers in baseball. He was sixth in American League Cy Young voting, and he struck out 10 batters per nine innings. Like, he's just, he's a badass. He would be the Twins' number one starter, even above Sonny Gray. But it's probably going to cost you one of your top five prospects because there's two years left of team control. He only made $1.8 million last year. So, you know, if you're a team like the Twins and you're just, you're not going to go up to $200 million payroll, he fits right in there. If you can do that, and maybe you, and, and who knows? Maybe you enter the season and it, it's more of a trade deadline thing, like a June or July trade. But I don't think you have three months. It's not like you're a hundred win team right now. Like you're not that. You're you're good, but there's still some major question marks. I think you got to pull the trigger on a trade like that now to help you build wins early in the season. But your rotation would be Frankie Montas, Sonny Gray, Joe Ryan, who we saw you know in September last year, mm-hmm. Dylan Bundy has been kind of a bust, but he did pop up in the in the COVID year and finished top 10 in American league signing voting. And then Bailey Ober was soft. Like Bailey Ober is like a number four, number five starter, the bullpen. Okay. Taylor Rogers, health pending Tyler Duffy, you know, turned it around second half last year. I still like Jorge Alcala, but they have a bunch of young, interesting arms that are going to come through at some point. And I think if you can start to infiltrate your bullpen with some of those young arms, it takes a little bit less pressure or a little bit more pressure off those guys. So, I'm not. If they make one more pitching move, I'm not as down on this pitching staff as a lot of other people. So, from from yeah. the Twitter account of of Marley Rivera, who uh, I think is ordinarily on the Yankees beat, but also does a very good job. She tweets: The Minnesota Twins continue in talks with Oakland in their pursuit of Frankie Montas. Sources tell ESPN. Dude, I mean, come on. This is I think I'm dreaming. I think I think I haven't woke up yet, and I'm having this weird, weird dream that I'm going to tell you guys about in statements on Monday. What are they doing? It's like they it's like they got a it's like they got a 84 pack of Surly, and they've yeah. gone crazy, and I love it. It's just ridiculous, dude. And they're also everything that they have been rightfully, rightfully criticized for on this yeah. show. Across, you know, multiple other media outlets, they don't trade top prospects for established players, right? They're all, they're always, I don't know, I don't know if we can do that. Oh, God, Aaron Hicks for 
I don't think so. The numbers say we shouldn't I make that know. trade. It's a what top if, prospect. What if this prospect, it's, it's always like, <laughs> no, 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 we can't make that trade. No, no, don't make the trade. It's always like, yeah, but like, what if he turns into the best version of himself? Uh, hello. You know, there's established players ready to be traded for right now. And plus, like, you can just, just keep drafting good players and, you know, so they don't trade big top prospects for established players. They did. They traded their first round draft pick, flame throwing pitcher for Sonny Gray. They don't sign big money free agents in their prime. You know, they've spent on Nelson Cruz at age 37 yep. or 38 and Josh Donaldson, you know, a few years removed from an MVP at 34. But when you're talking like the best free agents who are 28, 29, 30 years old, they generally aren't in the mix for those free agents. They did. Carlos yeah. Correa. And I think the other thing, too, that, that I know that I've hammered them for is because you're not going to have one of the biggest payrolls, it's not a salary cap league, and you know, there's not revenue sharing as, as much as there is in the NFL where the, the, the money is mostly big national TV deals, that you, you're not going to outspend teams, even though you did in this case. So you need to get more creative with your trades. Like you just got to find different ways to you know, involve a third team here and there, and they did. I mean, they spin the shortstop from Texas to the Yankees. They clear out Donaldson over here, bring in a younger 29-year-old Gio or Shella. Like, okay. everything that they've been criticized for, rightfully so, they have one by one knocked out those criticisms to fix their baseball team this offseason. Do you guys do you guys think that when the Donaldson trade was made and, and after one day of IKF that – this was in the works or that they hoped that they could get story at that point and this like developed late this past week like what how how do you think this really went down man because like the thought process if this was in the works and didn't get out is incredible i think it was probably i think there's some last minute things happening here you know the the first of all there these conversations could not take place for three months so there's all sorts of like rapid fire communication happening in the last week since baseball was green lit. And as dominoes start to fall, right? You know, so um there's been these big signings and and moves that like, okay, this team now needs this over here. So my guess is the twins probably weren't high up on Correa's wish list, because why would they be? And the twins were probably thinking, again, this is just speculation. I mean, we could put a phone call in, but like Carlos Gray is going to get a seven-year contract for $200 million, $300 million or somebody, right? But Carlos Correa probably wasn't getting the $30 million a year, you know, the, you know, the $210 million seven-year contract, eight years, whatever, 240 that he wanted. And so the, so the next step there is, okay, if we're not going to get the multi-year deal and the season starts in three weeks, what's our alternative? Let's go short. Let's bet on ourselves. Go short term, and that opens up the door for more teams to come in. So now, why was it the Twins and not the Yankees? Why was it the Twins and not the Red Sox? The Astros apparently offered him a short term deal before the lockout for yeah. like forty million dollars. That's a. I love. So that I, I don't know why it's the Twins. Maybe there's some things about the team that he likes. Maybe he likes the lineup. I mean, look at this lineup. Your catcher is Gary Sanchez and or Ryan Jeffers. You know, a couple guys. I mean, Gary Sanchez, at his best, is a 30-home run guy, right? Strike out the other at-bats. But Miguel Sano, we've been critical, but that dude can hit bombs. Jorge Polanco's become one of the better players in baseball. Uh, you know, Luis Arise, Jose Miranda's on the way at third base. 
Kirilov, Buxton, Kepler, Larnick. I mean, you look at that lineup and you want to be a part of it. I could see that. So, but I, I ultimately, it's I don't know. Did the Twins outbid the Yankees? I, it's a, did Carlos I, Correa have so much vitriol toward the Yankees for all of the back and forth cheating trash talk? I don't know, man. So he he fired. So so Correa fired his agent, I believe. Um, what right as the lockout started? It, it was right around that time. Uh, and I believe that was also after the point where Detroit had come through with a very significant multi-year offer that they turned down. Bor- Boros is an SOB. Like, he is the hardest person in the game, agent-wise, to uh, deal with. So, my guess is this comes down to the contract somehow. And I wonder if other teams balked at something. And I wonder if the amount of control... Because, like, the Twins have basically... and. Again, I don't mind this. They've given the keys to the proverbial contractual car to Correa, right? Yeah. Like, he's got all of the... So, I wonder if there was something about that contract that the rest of the teams were like, uh, yeah, but that's... Nah, I don't know. And the Twins... And again, if they did... I'm going to say this. Good for them. If the Twins came in and said, screw it. This works for us. Like, worst case, he has a great year, which which is great, Right. And says, see you later. You deal with that then. Vishwa like says, Correa didn't want to shave, which is why he didn't want to go to the Yankees. Go to the Yankees. Listen, guys, I really, I'm really digging this offseason beard right now. Yeah. And I just really Well, what about, um, yeah, and then what about the Astros? And what about, yeah. Th- I think that there's something in the contract probably that the Correa camp wanted and that the rest of the teams sort of balked at. And the Twins, being the Twins, finally said, Sometimes you have to say, what the F? Let, let, let's play a hypothetical here. Let's say the Twins finally, finally win a playoff game. But they... Well, hold on a second. If you're going to say that, then the song has to play. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's true. that's true. What are we doing? Why am I producing this right now? <laughs> let's say they finally win a playoff game, and, uh, and, and they make to the ALCS, but they, they lose. They lose in the ALCS. Sure. And Korea opts out. And he signs somewhere else. Is it all worth it for one year of Carlos Correa if they win a playoff game and he yeah. opts out? I I think you have to decide if it's worth it before the result. I don't think we can we can play the results. I think I think you have to decide right now. Whatever happens, if they miss the playoffs, was it worth it? It's it to me. Whatever the result winds up being, because the mm-hmm. injuries could derail this thing, the White Sox could derail this thing. It is worth it. This this window, Byron Buxton is one of the most talented special players in franchise history, and obviously injuries have held him back. But why would you re-sign Buxton for $100 million and then sort of retool around him while his speed erodes over the next two or three years, right? And then he had to right. move, him to the out, move him to the corners of the outfield. Like, this is what they should do. Force the winning window back open, put those chips on the table in 2022, and then figure the rest out later. And if it means trading Royce Lewis and Trevor Larnick to the Oakland A's for two years of Frankie Montas, you don't look back. And if you miss the playoffs or you get swept, you don't question whether it was worth it. It is worth it with this current nucleus that's all in their primes right now. And I and I think the important thing too here is now, and I'm I am completely drunk on on of course Twins Kool Aid this second. I am I am swimming in that, but when I come down. A little bit here. I will say this. If they don't make a trade now for one more really good arm, that's a shame. 
Because, like, this is where I feel that you are. The, the difference between the Vikings and Twins is this right now. I don't think the Vikings, due to a lot of things, have the have a good enough team to take a shot. And because it's a cap league, you can't just say, like, screw it, we're going to go sign guys, right? I feel like the Twins, if you go get another good starter, and you can even tool and retool your bullpen on the fly, I feel with six playoff teams now up from what five and and with a team that as far as as the lineup goes is going to be pretty damn good they're giving themselves if you put Montas in a real chance Mm -hmm. like it's not just a fluky chance it's a real chance I don't think the Vikings can I think the twins are like it's not a cap league and for one year we're going to be the biggest baddest badasses on the block or at least among them and if the price is josh donaldson being traded more power to you baby (laughs) oh man more power i also i also love it because you you lost nelson cruz and josh donaldson was also a a figure in that clubhouse but you know the the two elder statesmen sort of culture setters in that clubhouse I, i think i think the chemistry last year was a little off but if you go back to like 2020, and then, you know, Nelson Cruz's impact the year before on sure. the Bomba squad. You're wondering, okay, those guys are gone, so who's who's leading this clubhouse now? Is it Buxton? You know, he's more of a sort of a speak-with-his-bat-and-speak-with-his-speed kind of a guy. But Carlos Correa is leader of the clubhouse kind of a guy. Now, you could say, yeah, he's leader of a cheating clubhouse from four years ago as well, but... You know, I think that stuff got pretty much squashed out the last two years, and you saw him perform at a peak level at last year too. So um, this just feels like it feels like a team with some swag. Feels like a team where the weak spot in their lineup is still going to be someone who either bats close to three hundred or can hit thirty home runs. And um, oh my God. I I don't think you have to worry about them not trading for a pitcher. Declan is contemplating so right now season season tickets. He's yeah. contemplating season tickets. I can see it in his eye. Look at the gleam. At least a 25-game package for Declan. Season tickets. I, I can uh, feel it coming. When I was awake at whatever, you know, middle of the night scrolling through Twitter, one of the first people I saw, I saw the Jeff Passan tweet, and then the next tweet I saw in my little twins list was Dave St. Peter retweeting the twin season ticket deal with the eyeball emojis. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's, he's an awesome troller at times. That's great. It's hilarious. I love it. Oh man! So I don't know, man. So the the twins, the, the twins are all in. The twins are all in. Carlos Correa, Sonny Gray, Gio Urshela. I'd rather have him than Josh Donaldson at this stage. Right. And they are in the mix, according to Marley Rivera from ESPN, pushing for Frankie Montas, who's one of the best starting pitchers in the American League. Let's get it. Where Let's does go. this rank? And it's very, very high. I know that. Where does this rank among Minnesota sports acquisition surprises? There have been a few that, Brett, that have Brett, surprised. Brett, Brett Favre, even though maybe the writing was on the wall a little bit, like for the that, Brett Favre is the George Washington on the Mount Rushmore, right? Just an mm-hmm. oh my god <laughs> moment. Yeah, Jared Allen's pretty high. He wasn't yeah. as much of a household name, but it's like whoa, the Vikings and it are changed the dynamic completely. Mm-hmm. And you knew he was really damn good. Like, that that was no surprise. So, yeah. So, I, I guess surprise is the wrong word. I'm looking for a different word. Um, uh, a pop, bang for your buck. Like, mm-hmm. I, like because 
Parisi and and Suter we knew, but I mean that is still an unbelievable day. You know what? I'll say it right now, Kirk Cousins at the time. Because that was an oh my god, you are going for for yeah. the the richest quarterback and hence at the time, the richest player on the market. Um it hasn't worked out as as we hoped, but you know what? It's still a huge, huge move. Yeah. I mean, this one to come across at two in the morning, dude. He is Carlos Correa. It's just amazing. Uh, we could read some more comments here. Ian, as bad as it was, the Preci Suter signing is up there. Yeah, I think. I mean, but in in the moment, you're like, wait, the Wild just landed the two biggest free agents on the market. What are you yep. talking about? And and it actually, in defense of that move, it wasn't awful. It got them. It got them from a place of being boring and consistently at that time missing the playoffs. Yeah. to being a playoff team. It didn't get you where you ultimately were trying to go, but it wasn't certainly a, a disaster because I think with those two in the on the roster, I think you missed the playoffs once, and that was well after the fact. So Yeah. Uh, Correa, by the way, too, in the postseason. Oh, yeah. Just looking up his postseason numbers here. So he has a, a 505 career postseason slugging percentage, and uh, he especially rakes in... Well, he rakes in every round. But, yeah, he's a badass. He's a badass. I'm just looking at 20-game plans right now. Oh, you're, oh, you're <laughs> up to you a 20-game plan. What yeah. are you finding? Not bad. Uh, I can I, a diamond box middle for 740 per seat for a 20-game plan. Uh, oh. I can request an appointment. I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Upper deck. Down the line is really good. I like. Not, I love the not super uh, high, but the I like next... the third the third baseline. Much to our former friend Rami Makhlouf's chagrin, the skyline yeah. and the view. I love yeah, the third baseline. I think that's uh, dude, that's, that's amazing. I don't I've like looking at Terminal Two. I, I mean, I mean uh, a roof like like Miller Park has. So um, I, I like the skyline. That that's that's visible. Welcome to too. Miller Park. Any yeah. final thought, Any final thoughts from you guys? By the way, people are asking. There's Daniel Hunter news here too. We might we probably have to do a Purple Daily little episode here. Daniel Hunter is gonna apparently they're just gonna pay his roster bonus. Yeah, they're just gonna pay him and not save to, cap space. I, I need to know more there. If you're not going to turn that into a signing bonus and smooth out the cap hit, I don't know what they're doing. I guess I don't. They're get it. they're literally running it back. I just don't with get an it. older roster that hasn't been above 500 in 800 days. So, I will so. I will quickly say this. This is better. Than bringing Kirk back and trading, trading Hunter. And what I want to know from all of you, from all of you who have been tweeting me about that the last uh, day or so, and saying he never plays Judd, he's hurt. Kirk plays, trade him. Now that he's going to, I guess, come back. How do you feel now? Because don't now pivot and say Daniel's back. This is going to be great. <laughs> you can't get back on the because way. <laughs> last night at seven o'clock, as I was consuming Surleys, and you guys were were um, oh, sending me beers. notes. Yeah. yeah, I was getting. Well, I'm glad he's going to be gone. Seven games in two years, Zolgad. Yeah. So you can't get back on the train now. Uh uh uh. We've taken from the station. We took. We took off. You know what? The, it's fine. You know, if the Vikings, you want to take a back seat to the to the number one mover and shaker in town, the Twins, then you can do that. That's fine, Vikings. Always behind the Twins in terms of aggressiveness, moving and shaking. We always have been. We've been talking <laughs> Twins. I mean, you can't stop us. I think we're probably going to talk Twins a lot more than we thought 48 hours ago now. I would have thought. A, just a hunch. No. You guys tell us. Do you want us to talk Twins all the time? 
we were literally planning on just like almost never talking twins because yeah. but now that they've made all these moves in the last five days Frankie Montas is next yep Frankie. all right all right we gotta go get some some coffee some eggs Declan's uh gotta stop taking up the yeah. The gal's family's entire basement right now yeah, here. I, I think so. Kelly Kelly Pipes is about to uh, destroy me for taking over her three-monitor office here and moving her keyboard <laughs> and mouse and God oh, knows what. Oh, you move so stuff around? I move Ooh, stuff around. Now, now you've gone decision. too far. Move it back. Ballsy decision now you've gone from the girlfriend's far. boyfriend, or from a daughter's boyfriend. Yeah, that, that's the I got to get to the X. We, we got a little afternoon puck drop. Blackhawks oh, yeah. in a while. That's right. All right, well, the twins. twins the twins chose danger, man. The twins woke up Always. and said, screw it. Let's light this whole thing on fire. Let's go win the whole bleeping thing. So keep an eye out for a Frankie Montas trade here. Yeah. Maybe another emergency episode. But Carlos Correa, best shortstop on the market, $35.1 million, the highest paid infielder in all of baseball in a twins uniform. So click the subscribe button and the like button, if you guys could, to spread the word about this uh blossoming twins community that we are set to build on Mackie and Judd. We'll see you guys. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 2. I could see beyond the Black Hills and the way they called for exploration. I could feel the air, the way it paints against skin and fills hungry lungs. I could hear the way the water ran for miles and the way the bison grazed, the way our boots meet the earth as we step past expected. I could imagine my time in South Dakota. And I wish to go back because there's so much South Dakota, so little time.